Welcome back to Existential Bread. We are your hosts, Liv. And Nicole. It's 2021. Happy New Year. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> we made it through 2020. Did we? Barely. I mean, <laughs> barely. <laughs> Just like screeching along. It feels like the longest year ever but in the short amount of time, in the, in terms that like March feels like it was yesterday when they said you're going into lockdown, mm-hmm. and now it's December, and I can't remember anything from this year. I mean, it comes and goes in terms of like I remember the summer; it was really hot and nice, and then there's like blank period like September. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> no, I think that's the thing. Just so much happened, you know, the election and everything. So a lot happened. Mm. And yet nothing happened. Mm. And here we are in the new year. It's been, it's been a one year. week. <laughs> it's been one week. It's been, I'm sorry, I blinked. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all bad. I mean, what's something you're proud of in 2020? In 2020, I think the overarching theme for me is I managed to get to the start of 2021 like it was a really hard year um, I know you worked the whole time I worked the whole time which was really good actually because it did give me a lot of structure in a year that had no structure um so I'm really grateful and it was and do you know what there was some really nice times it brought me closer to my flatmate uh I've learned to cook a lot more and to bake a lot more I think the first week of lockdown was when I first baked my banana bread for the first time ever and since then, it's just been like baking every other week. And it's been, and you know, that's rolled into this podcast, which I'm really glad that we started at the you end know. of 2020. That was a nice end for me, I feel. What about you? Yeah. What was some of your proudest moments of 2020 or moments that like, you know, with a little glimmer of hope in a year that was a shit show? <laughs> I know, because, you know, I got laid off basically at the start of this. Um, it was kind of the first wave where I work. I got the chop. So mm-hmm. it's kind of upsetting at that point. But when my husband got to have, he got furloughed. So he had three months straight um, with no work. And we just got to spend a lot of time with each other. And we found out, you know, that we really do like spending time with each other. I know a lot of couples kind of had that reckoning of, do we still like each other? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was the exact opposite for us. We got so much family time, uh, so much time with Olivia. my child, not this Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> you got to spend it with me all the way in Scotland. <laughs> I wish. Um, no, the baby. Uh, and he got to experience so many milestones that he would have missed otherwise. Mm-hmm. And probably I would have missed because she would have been in daycare. That was the big thing. And of course, baking. I got to finally overcome that fear of baking bread. You had a fear of baking bread? Yeah, because I thought it was so difficult. I think they make it seem like I mean, it is. It in mm. many ways it is difficult, and you have to be very patient, which I never was. Mm. But you know, you had the time. It was like if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. That was a huge theme for 2020. It really felt like I know a lot of people were likening it to sort of Shakespeare writing uh, King Lear during a plague in. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to guess a year, sometime around the 15 to 1600s, let's say that, for all those historians out there. Um, and we did get a lot of time to sort of work on things that we'd never had a chance to do mm-hmm. before. And <laughs> I don't know about you, I did try languages, I'm still trying languages, but baking is something that's kind of stuck. 
So when was the first time you baked bread this year? And what was it that you actually baked? It was, it was probably within the first month. And it was Paul Hollywood's white cob loaf. Mm-hmm. And it's like just this, the most simple. You're partial to Paul Hollywood, aren't you? He, I mean, he has good recipes. <laughs> not <the laughs> no, that's not eye. me. That's my mom. <laughs> oh my God. Did I tell you that my mom like just has such a crush on him? And it's just funny because her name's Rosanna. I'm like, Rosanna Hollywood would be, sounds like a porn name, mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wouldn't work. But, oh, we learned how to make pizza dough, which that was really nice. I I need your recipe because I feel like, I don't know what the problem is with our pizzas. When we make pizza, or we've tried to make it this year, I think the first one, it was awful. Gradually, it's getting better. But they're still quite, I think we're putting too many toppings on top. And I think that's what's making the it's because you're not a New Yorker. I don't know. We have the touch. Okay, I see. <laughs> just, I'll give up baking pizza. <laughs> just, David makes fun of me because every time I'm like, it's the water. That's why New York pizzas are better. He's like, it's the water. But yeah, baking pizzas for ourselves is so much fun. Does Olivia uh, get her own little base and pizza? Or? She does. She does oh. get her own little mini pizza. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was something. Also, I started walking um, you did. every yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. I do about three miles now. That's, oh, oh my like god! Maybe four days out of the week. That's really good. And now my friend from back home has started her own company, uh, Balante Fitness, and she is going to be um, coaching me online. Great. So that'll yeah. be a nice little push. Uh, so yeah, good things all around, at least. I'm- do you know what? I've just forgot to mention that we actually got to see each other in August this year for the first time we since did. last Christmas. Oh no, we saw each other in March at the beginning of the year, right before right before lockdown. We went right, to the club. We went right out before that, lockdown. That was like the last time we got to go out and enjoy. And I did. Out. We went to Pop World, Pop, oh, McDonald's Pop at the end. It, it was, was a full good. night out. It was a oh, the last proper one I've had. And you know, and then later in the year we got to meet up in august when i came back to liverpool for a visit mm-hmm. and we had like lovely high tea afternoon tea that was, was nice is that oh me oh my liverpool mm-hmm. yeah that was really nice it was very it was a moment of normality in a crazy year of not being able to leave my flat so i really oh, appreciated that but yeah i mean do we talk about how we kind of like i've not missed going out but now i'm starting to sort of miss going out and I mean New Year's Eve this year is not Mm. New Year's Eve as it has been in the past there's no going to the clubs everyone no I mean my New Year's is always sleeping so that was the same (laughs) to be fair last year for me I no we had we we had a rooftop at at the time like a sort of an an apartment building Mm. the rooftop and we could see Edinburgh Castle from the rooftop and we got to watch the fireworks at midnight um, and we, pay, we played a Taylor Swift song where, like, at a certain time, we timed it so at a certain time when it was New Year, like, the line would match up. And it was really lovely. And there was lots of people oh on the roof. That was nice. The year before that, I went to mass karaoke on New Year's Eve. And that was the first and only time I've been out on New Year's Eve. But just that, like, I miss going to, like, Pot World and singing. Like, do you know what? I'm robbed of singing WAP this year in a club and dancing I know that's I'm heartbroken about that like there's been so Mm -hmm. many good songs this year that I've not had a night out where I've had one too many G&Ts and I'm on that dance floor and I'm screaming it in your face and you're You're like fighting for the pole yep yep I miss it I do miss it and you know Rasputin would have been playing too that's true that would have been a good one 
No, I sleep for new. I do not like celebrating it. I don't like being out. And I think a lot of that is <laughs> to do with my childhood because it was kind of the family running joke that I was always asleep at any family party. Aww. Like nine o'clock rolled around and I was like, bye. I just found any bed I could. Like the bed with all the coats. Mm. I was there Aww. asleep. Did your parents have big parties for New Year's when you were growing up? We did. Yeah, we had big family parties for every holiday. I mean, hmm. we're Dominican. We like to party. <laughs> but I like to party up to a certain point. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, even the thing is, going out, you'd either, like, all my friends would go out in the city, hmm. and Manhattan's like a nightmare oh, I mean, at any celebration. Yeah, Times Square. That would have been hectic. Disgusting. Who wants to go there? I could watch it from the TV. The mass karaoke I went to, that was good fun. But in running with most of my nights out that I've had on New Year's Eve, it wasn't like the best night. Like it was, there was like alcohol on your shoes. Someone's cried. Someone's not happy. Um, Finding the, a taxi back home. Well, luckily when I went impossible. two years ago, I was like, well, yeah, for you, that would have been absolutely crazy. I got to walk home that time. But yeah, and then like trying to get oh, I've just... Yeah, do you know, actually, you've talked me into now agreeing that I think it's better to stay in at New Year's. And you could do all those things home. I can get junk and Prosecco in my own home. home. And it'll be cheaper. It will be cheaper. I can roll into bed. I don't need to be anywhere. I mean, did you, this is a, a, a faint memory I have of my first New Year's Eve as a kid. And it was the millennium. And I got myself a little napkin and my mum had had like a little spread on for just the four of us for, for like New Year's Eve. And I think I'd taken some like cheese and bread and like other little nibbles. And I put them in my little napkin in front of the TV. And I was determined to stay awake. And I'm either convinced that one, I fell asleep or my parents actually lied to me and told me New Year's Eve had happened earlier than it did, like in the evening. And just to get me to go to bed. So that was my first New Year's Eve that I remember. I feel like I'd do that. <laughs> I th- it, it worked. Just tell your kid it's like It would have worked on me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I distinctly remember my parents coming to me in the bedroom and being like, oh, Happy New Year, Nicole. You know. <laughs> they scammed you. It was New Year. Nuevo, and I'm like, okay, Happy New Year. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so yeah i just i like sleep everyone knows dude's like i married a sleepy person Mm. (laughs) but what do we want to do in 2021 what are our hopes our dreams dreams our goals what do i want to achieve in 2021 well, yeah, looking I've, forward. Goodbye, 2020. Goodbye, 2020. No one liked you. Bye-bye. The year that the history books will haunt us for a good, good while, I think. Um, what do I want to achieve in 2021? I think, first and foremost, I really hope that something happens with the vaccine and that there's, you know, that's yes. starts having an effect. And at some point next year, whether it's like the middle or the end of the year, I'd love to see my family in Australia. That's really my top goal is to be able to see them. 2022, next year. Yeah, I, oh, I mean, that's a long time. And it is. It might be earlier than we think. You it know? might be. I Because mean, we both have family that we need to see. Yeah. I am desperate to visit my family in Dominican Republic and just be on a beach for weeks. Oh, yes. I just want sunshine i want to spend like a three weeks with beaches nice food nice drink my family cool bar uh, just you know being happy which i've not you know i've been happy but it's just like i think for me I, and i heard this on a program the other day and some someone who was also an australian living away from home 
had mentioned that like the distance always seems far, but this year I think even mm. more so it's felt even further away. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's, you know, it, you, you kind of like, you don't think about it all day and it's fine, but it's, you know, it's always there. At you some know, point at some it point. hits you. Oh, it's big. <laughs> it's for me, it just happens any, you know, we're watching a lot of Disney plus um, Olivia loves Coco and not that I'm Mexican, but you know, the same family ties in Mexican culture run through our culture. And every time it makes me cry, mm-hmm. like already I'm thinking about it and it no. makes me so homesick. So that's why also why I started baking was I started missing a lot of the foods that I'd have back home, back when I would visit Dominican Republic. Um, it's like the rolls I made, those are kind of rolls that we'd have in dr so i wanted to try that but then now i want to try things from other parts of the world because i'm not traveling so why don't we try and you find bread everywhere bread Mm. is the you know the thing that binds us as a globe quite literally and it's i when i was at university and i was studying i think both the russian revolution and sort of revolutions throughout like the world throughout time generally you will find it started because of bread or a lack of bread oh my god is that like the jean valjean theorem can we call it that i just the yes let's call it that i wish i had that in my essays at uni that would have been perfect but it's true i think bread is very it's world over and it's you know it's delicious and i could eat it all day so as quoting you know that scott pilgrim line where he's like, I love garlic bread. And she's like, bread makes you fat. And he's like, bread makes you fat? That's me every time. <laughs> oh, I know. I hope Vanessa knows that whatever guidance she gives me, it has to include bread occasionally. Mm, you can, bread's, bread's part of life. You need it. It's I'll walk an extra mile for bread. Mm. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> The Proclaimers can write that song. <laughs> and I would walk <laughs> another mile for bread. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be the girl who <laughs> ate a loaf of bread. Thank God that we're not the singers. <laughs> da, 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 da. I think another goal I want to work on is actually I have two. One is personal, and the other one is um, for us. I think one I'd like to actually learn another language next year because I tried this year, and I've tr- I'm I'm still learning. Obviously, it's not overnight process, but I'm still. You're you learning difficult this. languages. You chose the most difficult languages to try to learn. <laughs> yeah, it's but then I can count to, I want to say 10, but let's be honest, it's probably like five <laughs> at the moment in the language I'm learning. Um, but I'd like to get like some proficiency next year, like not anything. Like, I'll teach you amazing. Spanish. I know. I just I just thought like learning Mandarin was an, an interesting language to go into um just the most difficult just the most difficult one and the characters weirdly i'm starting to like recognize some of them but also at the same time i'm like it's literally just because duolingo is like messing with my head and showing me the same Mm, characters like it's not really learning it's not understanding he's just bullying you i'm just like a dog like they show me an image i'm like have loves characters literally and then my other goal is for us to you know blossom with existential bread I think it's a great project for us and I'm really eager to see where it goes and where we can take it. So, well, one of the reasons why we started this um, was to kind of try out new things, 
try out new recipes, explore a little. So in doing so, we found and tried a nice little New Year's recipe all the way from Greece. Greece. And it's called Vasilopita. I don't know if that's how you say it, but I'm, it sounds Greek. <laughs> uh, so it's usually, it's either a bread or a cake. I saw a lot of cake versions, uh, but we're existential bread, so we made the bread version. And it is eaten after midnight, uh, so January 1st, St. Basil's Day. And there's a coin hidden in the loaf, which comes up in a lot of different cultures. I'm sure there's a Victorian tradition that does that. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure like the Christmas pudding was like you cut in a, there should be like a penny or something and a ten pence probably. Oh, and you I were imagine. the king for the day or, or something. Something like that. It's weird how this... You know, gold hiding coin in the... stuff in cake. <laughs> yeah, almost sounds like someone's going to choke. <laughs> yeah, let's just put choking hazards in our cakes and call it a day. <laughs> if you survive. And it brings good luck to the home and whoever finds the coin. So we tried it. Or we're going to try it. Oh, yes. So, or oh, what little I have left. <laughs> I toasted mine. I don't know if you're supposed to do that, but. Now, I want to know what your textures like because you sent me photos of yours once it had sort of doubled in size I think like when it was like proving and we had to let it just do its own thing and then your final one looks beautiful like the glazing on it is super thank you mine looked nothing like that and you'll see from the photos (laughs) I have many issues with mine and I think I don't want to blame my equipment but I'm not in my own flat at the moment and I wonder if I I had my own things that it would be a little bit is it a poor craftsman blames their tools when I tell you that my hand you know how on the recipe that you sent me and it said oh wash the egg white not the egg white the eggs um the beaten eggs over the top of the bread once you finish Mm -hmm. had to use my hand because I don't have a baking brush like to how many eggs did you put into the bread Okay, I thought you put all three beaten <laughs> eggs over the... When I can read two plus one. <laughs> you said something came out wrong, and I'm like, oh, that oh, would have... No, 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 this is just like <laughs> me something. talking about how my equipment may have failed me slightly, because I was using, also using... Didn't you mix it in a I mixed pan? I it in a pan, yeah, like with a handle and everything, because I don't have... They don't... My, <laughs> my boyfriend doesn't have a mixing bowl, not in the entire flat, no mixing bowl. There's no cake tins, except for two very shallow cake tins I can only imagine have been made for very thin Victoria sponges at one point I think and there's some mm-hmm. cupcake tins so maybe that's something I can do but other than that it was a bit of a, a, a fluffle. that's perfect well mine is very it's a very open structure mm. it's very much like hala oh, okay. it's like that enriched mm. dough is it soft sweet mm. it is soft well it's toasted yeah. but when I cut into it it mm. was soft <laughs> Um, it's really nice. We're gonna make French toast Ooh, out of it tomorrow. Nice, really nice. The orange is very nice. Uh, yeah, the orange was a nice taste to it. I thought it was quite surprising because there's not there's not many other sort of there's no spices in this and there's no there's Mm-mm. no other flavor apart from the sort of like obviously the bread cakey taste and then the orange. Oh, also the sesame seed. I love sesame seed on anything. I did quite like the orange in it though because I gave it to my boyfriend to try. Because I was like, it was, without you here, I'm like, does this taste like how it's meant to taste? What what have I actually made here? I can't tell. Because mm-hmm. I thought it was very 
dense and I gave it to him and he just looked at me and said it tastes orangey and I was like that's because there's orange peel in it and he was like oh, okay I don't know what he expected <laughs> me to say and me be like what oh my god no why does it taste orangey what have I done <laughs> oh, oh no. no I think my other issue is I didn't dissolve my yeast properly in the milk I had to do it twice because the first time it didn't double and the second time it kind of doubled in size but I don't know if it's because my milk was warm I did it. I mean it didn't double yeah. per se I did leave it to prove a very long time though because as we mm-hmm. saw on our Instagram mm-hmm. you could see that it's like over the cake tin and that's a really yeah. deep cake tin uh, but we had gone on our like morning walk and it took way longer than we thought <laughs> so I came back it was just like the cell, uh, the cling film. Oh no! Was just like <laughs> touching it. But anyway, it turned out fine. I think I struggled with my yeast. I didn't need it, and I also think I had problems with the flour. And I'm not saying it's because the recipe was in cups. No, no. I was gonna, I was gonna say you might have problems needing it because it was a very wet. No, mine was dough. really dry. I either didn't put enough milk in, or I've had too much flour. I'm convinced. Well, I it was very wet at first, and I just kept gradually adding flour. Mm. But I also have the mixer, so I kind of got away with. Ah, oh, see, I do have my handheld mixer now, but I feel like it was. I think the flour. I think I put too much flour in. I tried to convert the cups to grams, mm. and I think I probably got lost along the way. Do you not have cups? No, I, well, in my current flat, I have cups, but I don't have cups here, and I'm kind of like I struggle with the whole like using a mug. As a measurement, because I'm like, is that really is? Could, could I use a mug? It's that's not a not cup. A cup no, okay, no, that's what I thought. I have actually like cups. it's not as precise as weighing them. Like I'm a big fan mm. of weighing now that I've been here, but yeah, you can't just use any cup. You have to use like the. Do you prefer using cup measurement? Like, if you have a recipe, would you prefer it in grams or in cups? I prefer it mm. in grams just because it is yeah. easier. But I don't mind using mm. cups. I mean, I grew I grew up on the humble cup. <laughs> Um, but I'm sure it's still fine. I think sometimes even badly made bread can be it's edible. I think delicious. it's a bit more dense than I'd like it to be. Yours looks beautiful and fluffy. I think mine. Oh, thank yeah, you. Just, just, you're star baker this week. I'm calling it. I know we'll probably put it out for oh, the audience to, to see what they think. But I, I guarantee. Do I get the Paul Hollywood handshake? Actually, yes. <laughs> Socially distanced, yes. So yeah, so the bread... Apparently has a story. Oh, do you tell? According to the legends. <laughs> so it was Saint Basil of Caesarea? 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 Whichever. <laughs> Someone will tell us. Uh, called upon the citizens of Caesarea to put together all their gold and jewelry because they were gonna get sieged. And he's like, come on, guys, like, we need to bribe these attackers so that they don't attack us and everyone's like okay yeah cool let's seems legit yeah makes sense let's do that so they put together all their gold and jewelry and he went to the bandits and he's like hey here's all our gold and jewelry take it and just don't attack us and bandit was like wow that's so charitable and cool i will not attack you (laughs) And St. Basil, who I don't know if he was a saint back then, so we'll say Basil, was like, cool, I'll give everyone their stuff back. And he went back to the city, and then he's like, oh, I don't know whose stuff is what. It's all jumbled up. So he's like, I know what I'll do. I'll bake it into all these loaves of bread. What? Yeah. 
And then I'll just give loaves of bread to every household or citizen. And whatever they get, that's what they get. And guess what? Everyone got what they had given. That's It's a miracle. Amazing. It's like, hey, oh my God, this is my grandma's necklace. And the other guy was like, oh my God, this is the 50 gold coins In that I gave. Bread? In the bread. Wow. Okay. That's, that's intense. How much baking was mm-hmm. he doing? Like, did he bake these personally? I need to know. I'm sure. Maybe that's what gave him sainthood. He baked all the breads by himself. <laughs> Within a very small And window. God was like, wow. You star baker of the week. Star baker of the millennium. God gave St. Basil. 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 St. <laughs> Basil. Star baker. And they weren't attacked. Everyone had bread. Everyone had what they donated. Nice. And I'm sure the bandits were like, what cool people. So... That's where the bread started. How has it since become a tradition in Greece, I suppose? It says, from what I researched, which is not very in-depth, uh, but it was very interesting. So apparently they cut it on New Year's mm-hmm. Day, so January 1st, which is the St. Basil's Day. And they cut into it, and everyone gets a piece going from eldest to youngest, and then whoever gets the coin is lucky i mean you get a coin you're lucky because one you've not choked and two you get a coin so i would love if there was a necklace in mine but there's not (laughs) this was an interesting bake i thought and i'd like to try and make it again maybe next new year's maybe when you actually have like the stuff maybe if i have the stuff yeah (laughs) cups i feel like that's like there's another thing to add to my list for 2021 get all of my baking equipment back in order I kind of want to know why he became a saint. Was it not for the baking thousands of bread? He was known for his care of the poor and underprivileged. Oh, oh, there was another version of the story. Oh, there's always more than one. That I saw. Yeah. But this one was like the coolest. But then there was another one that said that he baked the gold and jewelry into bread so that he could give it to the poor without them feeling like awkward. Yeah. That's nice. I honestly I think it was just like a series of unfortunate events mm. I feel with yours yeah I feel like it was the yeast it was the no cups only measuring by my sort of I think it was too much I think too much flour yeast hadn't dissolved dodgy equipment and dodgy baker herself might have all contributed to the not so great you know, it's edible. I'll, you know, it's definitely edible, but it could have been better. I think it could have been better. I get very impatient with proving. Mm, me too. It's very satisfi- satisfying, though, when it has proved. And it's like, oh, it's beautiful. And you're like, oh, perfect. Seeing it grow. It's like being a mother. Being a mother. <laughs> I'm a mother. <laughs> no drama. So... Are there any bakes that you'd like to do this year or recipes that you want to share on the podcast that we can have a crack at and see if I can either destroy them or you will make them beautiful? What would what would you think? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to try to raise a sourdough I baby. I where you were going there with that one. I was like, okay. <laughs> yes, okay. I'd like to revisit sourdough because as you know, I had a bit of a trial with a sourdough baby last year in terms of the fact that I was missing feeds with it and that was driving me up the wall and not only that my flatmate and I we had 
decided to do this together. But at one point, we'd gotten to sort of have a system where we mark who had fed it in the morning and the evening. And we both fed it in the morning one day. And we were like, we've we've killed it. It's This is it. We've, we've destroyed all our work. I am going to try. Maybe if we name it, you know, like the old school projects where you got an egg. I never did that. Yeah, did like you have to do that? Neither did. We didn't have to do that one. We did get an egg, but we had to construct like a something around it and we'd throw it off like the oh, two yeah. story long it takes window. We did that. But apparently other schools in the United States do have this thing where you have to take care of an egg. Interesting. And I think if we name it, mm. name the sourdough starter, maybe we'll get more attached to it. Okay. I would like to accomplish this because I think sourdough can, it's doable. It's just a lot of work and you've got to be dedicated. It is. And then when you finally get mm. to it, you finally can make the bread. It takes the oh, whole day. Absolutely. I think it takes like two days. The whole day. Yeah. So I remember we watched the Joshua Weissman video on sourdough. I love his recipes. Love his videos. Shout um, out. So maybe I'll go off of that. Yeah. Love him. Uh, he does really good better than videos where he takes like fast food restaurant stuff and he makes it better oh i think i've watched some of his youtube videos actually does he do things like starbucks drinks they're really good he just did yeah that was his most recent one i think my boyfriend watches that night and we watched that one and i was like i'd Mm -hmm. like to do that so we'll do that sourdough sourdough Mm -hmm. week there's a week isn't it i mean it took us i think maybe longer than a week but i'm not entirely sure we we messed up so much it's just it wasn't although my flatmate did in the end actually make sourdough from that starter at some point and it tasted really good but then I also tried to do it and it did not work out as you can imagine so I also want to try to make things from the the starter you throw away I think you can make pancakes oh, can with it because yeah you do have to throw a lot of it away at one point, we were kind of confused as to where it was meant to go. Like, do you put it in the bin or do you put it down the sink? Like, it was just this thing that was there. So if you can use it, that'd be really good. Yeah. Because I'm sure it's probably if you're in a bakery, you use it for the day's sourdough. And then it just keeps going. It just really reminds me of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, that episode with the mother dough. Do you remember? It was Charles... Uh, Gina. Desk, wait, oh, is it in the desk drawer? And it's like... Yeah, yeah. and she heats it up and kills it. <laughs> it's like, that was the mother dough. <laughs> Tang Town. At least we can do it in separate locations and see how it goes. Whereas We'll raise our children. Yeah. Although I'll need a reminder daily to feed that thing. Maybe if I name it Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> yeah, like Baby Yoda. <laughs> his name if i name it grogu then i will be so attached to it that i will do anything i can to keep it alive i think that's the plan yes because nothing has given me more of a maternal need to take care of something than baby yoda than baby yoda than baby grogu like the equal amount is my child my own (laughs) flesh and blood baby yoda is on that level (laughs) it is okay listen so we've got sourdough to look forward to there'll be a sourdough podcast episode coming up yep sourdough week sourdough week we'll keep talking about we'll try other um cultures recipes also if anyone who listens to this podcast has any suggestions of what we can try would be more than happy to give them a request we'll do requests i'll make things 
I'll do like, it. I'll give it a go. <laughs> I will. I want to be challenged. Mm. I would like. Um, I'd like. I really do want to learn new things. Yeah, this is the thing. It will give us more, you know, variety in what we're trying to make as well. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be limited to bread. Ideally, bread. But if anyone else has got like recipes that are slightly different, still in the bread zone, maybe a bun here, a roll <laughs> the there. Bread zone. The bread zone. <laughs> I really hope in 2021 I continue to have dreams about Chris Evans and I. <laughs> You're the only person. Facing the wasteland. Nicole has this ability and she will text me every every couple of weeks with an amazing dream. Ge- generally involves the Chris Evans. In, the Chris Evans. The Chris Evans in his like most most handsome, most like manly form. Yeah, he's the um, recurring theme. What do they call it now? What do they call characters that keep recurring characters? Recurring characters, maybe. Maybe. He's, no, he's uh, the main, he's a leading man in your dreams. Every He is the leading man in my dreams. <laughs> in my life. I feel like your dreams versus my dreams are the same as our baking. You dream about hot Chris Evans resting you in a wasteland. I dream about washing my car. It's He touched my butt. It was really great. See, this is what I'm talking about. Why? What are you doing that I'm not to have these dreams? <laughs> Listen, I had a couple of days of having really scary, lucid dreams, Ooh, so I okay. deserved... You deserve that. I was having just really bad dreams about the same thing. It was like the weather was so bad. It was just like hundred mile per hour winds outside. Mm. And I've been having a lot of feelings like nothing's getting better. Mm. And I think that was spilling over into my dreams. So I'd have like war torn dreams and bad Mm. weather dreams and just really extreme stuff where I would wake up feeling like it actually happened and I would be stressed like nothing was ever getting better. So it was a nice switch to still have the apocalypse dream but featuring but Chris Evans. Chris Evans was touching my butt. In it, so. I think you deserve that. If you could just like send some of that energy my way so I could have like a nice dream, that'd be great. I will. I will. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Do you remember your dreams? Recently, they've been getting more vivid, I think. And I don't know whether it's like stress of life or just too much cheese and wine over Christmas, perhaps. But they've been, they've been getting more vivid. I'm not a fan of dreams, to be honest. I don't really like. <gasps> yeah, I just my dreams are never. F- as a kid, I used to have like nightmares like all the time. Uh, okay. It wasn't fun, and as an adult, they're usually like zombie themed. My worst one, and this is always reoccurring, and I think it's just because I'm a stressed individual all the time, is like teeth falling out, or, like in my dreams. Oh, yeah, <gasps> all the time, and I can feel Mom it. Mom gets those. Oh. <sighs> It's terrifying. I hate it. This is so I'm not a dream person. So if you just like send me nice dreams, I just okay. Yeah, that'd be really really appreciated. I'll send you my dream energy. Thank you. That is the thing. I think I have really good dreams, mm-hmm. and then I have like some like really scary ones. Mm. Um, but the good makeup for it. <laughs> the worst dream I ever had was when I was a kid, and it was one of those I knew I was dreaming, and I couldn't wake up. Oh, that's horrible. And it was. <laughs> Can you tell I don't like clowns? It was a McDonald's and Ronald McDonald. It looked like an evil laboratory mm. inside. And Ronald McDonald was chasing me with a needle. Oh, God. Yeah, it was terrifying. That was, and I just remember that was the first time I remember knowing I was sleeping and I couldn't wake up. And I remember thinking, I'm never waking up. Mm. Like, this is it. Yeah. Mm. So I've had those a couple of times. 
Uh, and I also have recurring dreams where I'm like the same vein of you losing your teeth, mm. drowning. Oh, no, no, no. Always have. Mm. I wake up out of breath. Oh, God. Those are the worst ones I have. Mm. No, we're all about good energy here. We want good dreams, happy dreams. Yeah, but then I had that dream where I slept with Jon Snow. So uh, I see, mean... this woman just keeps having the best dreams. And the rest of us here are just like floundering in these like sad dreams. 2021 bring us the good dreams that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping for hashtag bring us the good dreams <laughs> happy new year happy new year to you too it doesn't feel like a new year it's so far it's just gonna feel like a continuation and maybe 2022 will be a happy new year i think so i'll just buy a new diary this year and do what i do every single year which is start afresh with an open diary Hopefully we'll be able to travel, see our loved ones, bake more bread. Go on a beach. Go to a beach. Have a cocktail. On a beach. (laughs) And I think the way we're going to continue the new year is just drink champagne. And keep drinking champagne throughout January. All the champagne. All the champers. So happy new year, Nicole. Happy new year, Liv. And we wish all of our listeners happiness and luck. Even if you haven't found gold and jewelry in your bread, we wish you luck in the new year. Here's to 2021. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at EXBR Podcast, which is also our same handle on Twitter. Check in for a new episode soon. <laughs>